Hello there, and welcome to episode two of the Larkle Punks podcast with me, Steve Bird. And me, Paulie Cole. Today is Monday, the 12th of April. And for anybody that's not been living down a fucking hole somewhere, lockdown is beginning to end. Yeah. I'm not sure what that means to most people like, but it was pretty nice to just walk around the shops this morning. Uh, where I live in Manchester, there was a lot of the shops that made a bit of an effort and put balloons outside and, you know, welcome back offers and blah, blah, blah. And it was nice to just see, you know, people walking around with smiles on their faces and the sun out, even though it's a little bit cold, you know. They were queuing up from 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock this morning to get in some shops today, which I think... Primark, prime example. Primark, he definitely doesn't I mean, need. why, come on, why would you need to go to Primark? I mean, I mean come on, for knickers and bras and underwear <laughs> and shit like that, maybe you can a get cheap, them anywhere, you know. Cheap t-shirt, that shrink on the first wash. There you go, we all want them, you know what I mean? Cheap t-shirts is the best, lad, you know? No, they're the worst thing ever. But why, I mean, but why, come on, why would anyone seriously need to go to the fucking shops and queue up at six in the morning? Now, apparently Primark don't do an online offer. They don't? Nope. And the, that's why people are all going crazy to get back in there because they've had no option to buy the clothes online. So they don't trade online at all? Apparently not. Well, right. That's what I've seen this morning on the news when I got up. I got up at six o'clock this morning. So did I? No, I didn't need to. I did. Yeah. But thing is, it reminds me of last year when I was doing that bit of work in the cafe when the lockdown started. Just getting up at 6am when the weather's like this is a glorious thing, you know? It is. It's joyous getting up and seeing the sun shining. It is it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, and the birds singing. You know, it's a great, it's actually, um, it's it's just nice. That's the word I'd use to describe it, it's nice. It's like the winter's gone, even though it's still fucking snowing. Yeah, that was mad you other day, that way, not <laughs> it? That picture Hamish sent with, 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 by him. Our friend Hamish lives in the sticks, man, in fucking Lowestoft, is it? Or somewhere like Isn't that. Isn't it Todd Morden? Todd And he sent us a picture, and it just looked like the top of fucking Everest to me, you know what I mean? And he's like, oh yeah, it's <laughs> just round the corner, the top of the hill. You know, it was like three foot deep, deep in snow, you know what I mean? Not pleasant so, conditions. No, then. it's not pleasant conditions at all, but um, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, as far as work goes, I hear that you've started a new job. Yeah, I started a new job, walking 15,000 steps a day. Yeah, so chewing t- bread for gummy pigeons. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't need to walk for that, I'd just sit still, wouldn't I? I need to loaf. It's sponsored by Warburton's, lads, you'd be there fucking all day. Be yeah. Great. Yeah, it will be. So what is it you're doing? Let's not, we don't want to be big enough or advertising any company, so we won't mention who you're working for, but what is it you're doing? I'm street cleansing at the moment. <laughs> I'm like, I know what I'm like, the modern day Freddie Boswell. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I can put it down to. Like, like a modern day Freddie Boswell. I haven't got the mad hair. Is that what you're doing, lads? You're walking around with a bin? Yeah. With a ghetto blaster on it? No. No. I'm going to... Cuddly toys that you found all stuck to the front? Yeah, zip tied to the front of my cart. (laughs) (laughs) You're getting a bit with Lilo Lil, lads. Oh, mate. She is a tart. She is a tart. (laughs) So when... Oh, no shit. I didn't realise you were a street sweep, lad. No, well, I am, yeah. What did yeah. you say it was? A what, a fucking it's called, cleanser? It's called... Co- no, no, that's just not on that. It's called street cleansing, but essentially I'm just a modern-day Freddie Boswell. Well, do you know what, lads? 
I'm actually quite speechless, to be honest with you. I wasn't aware. Well, I thought you went round in like a car, a van and that with other lads. That, that, I, that well, one of, do you know one of the lads in that, you know what I mean? Like having the clack and all that, but you're not. You just walk the streets to Dingle, lads, don't you? Up and down, up and down the bread roads. That's all you do, lads, sweeping up with a fucking two quid sweep up thing from the quickie. Yeah, I mean, but you know what, lads? Good luck to you and all that sailing, yeah? That's what I say. Thank you. Godspeed. 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 Yeah. So yeah. So I've started a new job yesterday as well, working for some lovely woman who's probably around sixty odd, who's never done it before, and she's just opened her own cafe. And yeah, it's going to be exciting. I would have thought. So yeah, I've been inundated with offers for jobs because there's not many chefs left. Everyone seems to have bailed, and or, I don't blame them to be honest with you. Or being furloughed. No, very few chefs are furloughed, I can tell you that. Very few chefs that I know of, anyway. A lot of chefs, chefs are quite temp, temp, tempestuous, is that the word? It is. Do you like to walk out of situations if they get upset? You know, I've seen it, I've seen them do it. Um, you know, and you know cause quite well that they'll walk next door or across the road and be in work half an hour later. But a lot of because of that, a lot of chefs weren't in a position to get furloughed. Because they'd only been at the current places a month, a month and a half. So I've been at a place for a month and a half and I asked them if they'd furloughed me and they said no because I didn't qualify. So I had to go through a fucking shit, load of shit. I got £70 a fortnight off them oh, to live on. Yeah, wow. £70 a fortnight to give me to live on. Um, Universal Credit wouldn't give me anything because of Jen's earnings and all that and it was a nightmare. But my position... Um, is tenable, I would have thought. You know, I've, I mean, I've got, I'm still here. You know, I'm still a chef, but a lot of chefs who were in my position who didn't get furloughed have just left it, and because of that, because the reasons they've left it, they realise that they're underpaid, overworked, and um, they've got no sort of life-work balance. You know, they, I don't think you're doing that. You know, it's quite demanding, I imagine. It's a very demanding job. You know, it is. Long hours, very long hours, unsociable hours. hours. You know, you very you don't you get to see your kids or your wife or whatever like that. Most chefs have got addictions, as I've said. Every chef I've worked with pretty much has been addicted to either drink, drugs, gambling, or shagging. You know, or some of them all four. You know, so that's what it is. I mean, a lot of chefs are they've just bailed. You realise they've you know they've been sitting around for twelve months. Most of them have probably retrained or got jobs or different things, and they're thinking to themselves, "I'm not going back to that." A and lot of people have to it, do that, though, haven't they? Like the people who worked in the airline industry and things, and we the ones who all got sacked from Thomas Cook and all that. The ones, not just them, but there's others, isn't there? There's other airlines, and obviously we've all gone under. Don't they've gone under? But a lot of the staff have retrained in something else because yeah. of the uncertainty of the future of the jobs. I don't think there's uncertainty in the future of flying. Everyone's got to still need to fly. It's just that a lot of air companies seem to be folding. Like Thomas Cook. Did Ryanair did that, that fold as well? Not too sure. They're only you know? tins of beans with wings anyway, as planes, yeah, aren't they? Get you, they get you to fucking Ireland for 22 quid, though, lads, you know what I mean? Can't beat it. You can't, you can't, you can't even get to Birmingham for that, you know what I mean? It's madness, you know? You uh, can but, with the bus pass. Yeah, especially if you're Big Cliff. You know? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so, so Sheffins, if, I wouldn't recommend Sheffins to anyone starting out now. It's a bad time for everybody. Um, when I move back here, I'm going to be looking for a good job and then hopefully within 12 months start my own place. So, yeah! All good, all, right. all groovy, yeah. Good yeah. stuff, good stuff. So, I mean, there's a number of things we're going to have a talk about today. Um, we want to talk about our first of love and foremost of food. <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I meant music. Yeah. Then food. Yeah. Yeah, we want to talk about our um, 
characters that we grew up with, shall we say. We're going to choose one a week. And we're going to just tell our experiences or whatever we've heard about that character. Liverpool's full of them, let's face it, guys. We all know. We all know of or have heard of someone, you know. So this week, uh, we'll be do, we'll be picking one and going with that. And also, we're going to do a little quiz each. A little A or B quiz. Pick, and then we'll um, probably chat a bit more bollocks. Yeah, it sounds like that's not strange for us, to be fair. No, not at all. So... Segue, smooth, seamless segue into the music thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just getting blank looks there. Well, I'm not sure what you want me to say. I mean, what, I mean, what, what, what is it you want to talk about music-wise? I mean, if you want to talk about, let's, I mean, let's start. What music? Listening to new music is not something. I'm 45 now. Listening to me, it took me finger off the pulse 10, 15 years ago with new bands. And to be honest, since CDs got fucking scrapped, there is no rock stars anymore. There's no great bands anymore. And if you ask me, well, listen, no one's asking for fucking Walrus of Love over there. This is my opinion. So I stopped listening to new music a while back. Now I know that there is some good new bands about, and I'm sure you're going to tell me you've got one or two. For me, I've been revisiting a lot of hip hop personally, you know. Nice. Love, nice. love listening to the Wu Tang, listening to their back catalogue. Just I love the way they sample music. Um, that's very much the hip hop thing, though, isn't it? You know, the, yeah. um, sampling beats and, and yeah. loops and hooks and all the what, rest of it. Do you know what one of the most sampled beats was? Go on. It was one of Levy Breaks. He was the first ever drummer to be sampled by a rapper, wasn't he, John Bonham? He was indeed, he was. and that sample's been used repeatedly on many, many tracks. But apparently his timing wasn't that great, to say, now. You know what I mean? Like, he had, he had groove, but his timing wasn't... To the precise, no, listen to me. To the preciseness that the modern day studios can pick up, right? But that's that's putting things on a grid and, and bottom line about that. And I'll just quash that by saying this: he set the atomic clock by John Bonham's timing. So let's get that right. He set the atomic clock by John Bonham's timing. That's right. Who told you that, lad? That's a fact. It's, who told you that? It's just a fact. Who told you? It's a fact. From who? The internet from the internet yeah. listen kids stay away from the internet all right it makes you into a massive bell end <laughs> okay, no. to put them in modern studios no I did there's a guy on youtube called rick beato and that's ah, vic fertz mate isn't it it's not vic <laughs> it's not vic fertz mate and he put bottom on a grid and it just didn't sound the same mm. so no there's a I don't, not that I disagree, but I just don't think it's right to say he never had time and because he did. Mm. Well, I'm not saying he didn't have time. I'm just saying that he wasn't as perfect as people thought. But within it, his time, and, and it, this is coming from people that sampled it and uh, studied it and all the rest of it. This is this is not an uneducated opinion. No, I'm not saying it is, but I, I think the imperfections of it is what make a human. Everyone's got perfect imperfections. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, it is what makes you human, you know. But as far as going back to live music, for me, I, mean, I like Royal Blood. You know, I mean, I do. I think they're all right. You know, and I mean, as far as... I mean, I wouldn't go for a pint with them. You know what I mean? Definitely. They, they come across like a massive pair of bellends, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they just do. They just do, you know what I mean? And, and I've had a of it. It's like, you know, when, when the time when, we, when, the, when our band, this is when you and uh, Paul wasn't with us, we played at the O2, and we played with The View. 
Oh, I've got the same jeans on for four days now. That little fucking mushroom robbed my weed, the singer. I was chasing them all over the venue, mate, for about half an hour to get my weed back off them. You know, don't ever meet stars, like, because they're just bellends, you know what I mean? Not all of them, but some of them. They fucking are. So anyway, yeah, new music for me. <laughs> Not really into it, you know what I mean? I'm st- I've started listening to Patsy Klein and that again, you know what I mean? Going back. Got to go, <laughs> <laughs> go backwards to go forwards, though. Go way back, lads, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, th- I think as well, just with um, the last 12 months with the lockdown and stuff, there hasn't been much more new stuff, has there really? No, no. You know, so Foo it's... Fighters have to postpone their new album because of lockdown. Foo Fighters, that, that they're not releasing anything good at the moment. Well, I disagree with I, that. I don't care if you disagree with me or not. I'm bit as big a fan as anybody else to Foo stuff, especially the early stuff, you know what I mean? But for me personally, you know, wisdom's for the old, magic's for the youth, man. You know, I've always thought that the older you get, you just become wise. You know, yeah. you, you, you've got nothing else to say or give. You're just wise. Yeah. But when you're young, you create magic. You know what I mean? That's Which true. is what the Foos did. Now, I've listened to some of the stuff, the new stuff recently, and it's just a variation on a theme, it feels like now. You know? I'd, it's like, it's like I, it felt, I felt like I'd heard the song before. You know what I mean? And I hadn't. It was the first time it had been played on air. It was on Radio 1 or something. And it just felt like it could have been on the last album or the album before that. You know? That's just my opinion. I'm sure you know, you're a big fan, lad, and I'm sure that you've got something alternative to say to that. But Yeah, I, I just think they've moved outside the box to the new album. And I think it's good. It's refreshing. Moved outside the box? Yeah. In what way? Very much so. It's, it doesn't sound like any of the Foo Fighters record. Like, isn't that just the exact polar opposite of what I've just said? Yeah. So that you've asked my opinion, and that's my so opinion. We, so, so you've obviously got no fucking ears on the side of your head, then, if that's the well, case. No, mate, I just... In what way do you, would you say it differentiates or moves to outside the box from the previous Foo Fighters album? Because every song on it's a, a different song. <laughs> to, no, I don't mean... No, that sounds ridiculous. Every song on it, the way it's written... And performed is different from anything we've done before. Well, there's some similarities in it, obviously, but for me, it's just a variation on the theme well, these days. You know what I mean? They're great musicians. Don't get me wrong, and they've got a fucking amazing back catalogue. You know, I'd happily go and see them. You know, if, if they were playing wherever. You know, they're a great band. But again, you know, this this is what bands are, are churning out now, and I'm just fucking bored with it all. To be honest with you, you know, I'd, I honestly, I would rather sit there and put Parisian cafe music on. And listen to that. <laughs> but no shit, Parisian Cafe music. Now, if you haven't heard Parisian Cafe music, guys, get on it. It's just unreal. You put it on and you forget it's on, but you know it's there flowing beautifully through your head, you know? it's. But that's where I'm at. Maybe that's fucking old age, you don't know. but Maybe it is, yeah. You know? No, I, I, I still like to discover new music. Yeah, I do myself, but I haven't discovered any for a long time. This is my point. I, I don't remember a band that's made me go, wow, I like the struts. You know, yeah, I like the struts. I think yeah, they, you know, yeah. they've, they've got quite a unique sort of sound, like you know, where, whereas but they sound like a, a lot of other stuff as well. Yeah, it's a bizarre mix. Yeah. Well, I've had that with Greta Van Fleet. I'm quite excited when I first heard them, but the more I listen to them, the more it's just clear. That it's, it's just all like Coco Rosie and all that. It's the same. It's you know, it's, it's, it's a pastiche like Zeppelin. Yeah. And now you've got to be mega talented. Coco, well, Coco Rosie, she's like a singer on her own, isn't she? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coco Rosie. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. Check it out. Yeah, but yeah, new music for me. <coughs> no, I'm the other way. I quite like it. Well, the Amazons. 
do now is we're going to um, do quick fire questions. Now, I'm not sure if Paul's actually got any for me, but I've wrote some out for him. Have you got any for me? I have. You have. Right, so I've got 21 questions here, and we're going to give you 21 and a half seconds to answer, okay? This might give everyone just a little insight into what Paul's like as a person. <laughs> Are you ready? I am. Start the clock. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Chinese or Indian? Indian. Lacoste or Rockport? None. Bud or Haim? Haim. Tenerife or Benidorm? Tenerife. Jack Daniels or Jim Beam? Jack Daniels. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Kale or Arteta? Kale. Led Zeppelin or Pink Floyd? Led Zeppelin. Chicken or ham? Ham. Chaz or Dave? Chaz. Prince Harry or Debbie Harry? Debbie Harry. Ike or Tina? <laughs> Ike. Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man? Pac-Man. John or Paul? John. Linda or Yoko? Linda. Apples or bananas? Apples. The Fitzies or the Farleys? <laughs> Fitz Farleys. <laughs> Peter Kay or Eddie Izzard? Peter Kay. Battlestar Galactica or Battle of the Planets? Battle of the Planets. Gail Porter or Gail Platt? Gail Porter. G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, well, man. Red oh. or blue? Oh, don't, no, don't be daft. What do you mean, don't be daft? What are you fucking doing off the top of your head? You need a bit of I paper know them. in front of you. Right, I'm sorry, guys, but he's just going to rattle these off the top of his head. Go on, let's see how long before you fuck up. I'm going to say five questions. Red or blue? Blue. Pepsi or Coke? Pepsi. Hot or cold? Medium. Up or down? Up. Left or right? Right. Right or wrong? Wrong. There you go. So that's it. So I get, so I get five questions before you say there you go, and then that's it. I've got I asked more. you twenty-one. Questions. I've got you more. You should have fuck up after five, oh, and that was five. So I've got more. So go on then. Got more. Lennon yeah. or McCartney? Say that again. Lennon or McCartney? Yeah. Do you want to say that again? Lennon or McCartney? McCartney. Waters or Gilmore? Gilmore. Ev See? See, you <laughs> fucked up. You fucked up. Right, I'll write some funny. more questions. No, 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 yeah, I'll write some more questions. Out he says, picking his ear. I'll write some more questions. I told you to write them out in the first place. See, mine was fun. You know what I mean? Quick fire fun shit. Quick fire fun Yours shit. Is fucking Quanda, lad. Pro proper <laughs> breath of Quanda. You have. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dundas Dun Mary Cream That's what you've got <laughs> Fucking Mr Dundas shoes <laughs> oh, Mr Dundas He was what teacher at our school wasn't he, lad? He, he was, was indeed He yeah. had fucking He had like an action man haircut From yeah. what I remember It was all like straight lines And then he had like these shoes He was just fucking terrible <laughs> <laughs> Dundas shoes they were called just made for him Dundas Dung Dairy Cream <laughs> <laughs> Cheeseburger <laughs> oh my sweet lord oh, my sweet lord incredible right so yes yeah, so that's that next segment's over so um uh, Let's talk briefly about football. I want Everton are playing tonight. We're both big blues. Yeah, I think. What, what I mean, what's your opinions on the way the season's gone so far? I think to be fair, given a break with COVID and all that, I, I think we're doing better than we expected we would be. But our home form is fucking abysmal, diabolical, absolutely abysmal. It's a, it's worse than abysmal. It's diabolical. That is worse than abysmal. You know, 
it's it is a fucking scandal that he's got away with it so far. I'll be honest. It's a good job the fans aren't there. But part of me thinks if the fans were were there, there's no way we'd have lost that many. I'd agree with that. You yeah. know, Goodison's yeah. an old stadium, mate. You know what I mean? The Fourth fans are right Goodison. on you. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that can and, and the players, any ex any any ex Everton, Everton player, I'll tell you, it feels like a twelfth man. Yeah, you know, so our home form is fucking bad, man. Isn't it, you know, away, we, you know, we've never won this many away games in since I can remember us last winning the league in '87. You know, I think that was the last time we won this many away games. The only good thing is there's only a few games till the end of the season now, isn't there? It just feels like it's a, every match is a fucking training game now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you haven't got the passion and, and, and the, the, the vitriol of the fans, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it, you can't imagine it, can you? If you're a footballer and you're used to playing 50, to an empty 60, stadium, fans, yeah. Yeah. adoring fans screaming your name to, to fucking Jeff the steward. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> big Jeff on the sideline. Big Jeff with his fucking eye vis on. He's got three of them, you know. I'm cheering you on. Yeah, cheering me, fucking clapping behind the goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I think if we win tonight, fingers crossed, touch wood that we do. Um, that leaves us three. And we've got another game on Friday. Yeah. And then, and then if we win that as well, we're right back up in the mix. Um, you look at West Ham. Fuck me, man. I tell you what. Can't take it away from Moyes. Take your hat off to him. Absolutely. He's, well, he doesn't need a, a team of superstars. All no. he needs is, is a team that's willing to play together. Yeah. And he, if he can make them work, look what he's done. You know. Medical. And it's no coincidence. He's not. You know. He's, Moyes has been in the game for years, man. You know. It's no coincidence what he's doing now. No. No, it's not at all. You we've know? seen it at Everton. What he's done with Everton. Do you know what I mean? God has. We had that bad years with him, though. Whatever. Yeah, but I, I, mean? I think to be fair. When he come into the club, he steadied the ship and made us be the best we've been for a long time. Yeah, we had rough patches, of course, we did, but I think the way he steadied that ship, got us a Champions League place, got us an FA Cup final. Didn't it, get us a Champions League. He got us to the Champions League qualifiers. He got, he got us a place, at least, do you know what I mean? Qualifiers. Yeah, at least, which is more than we've seen for fucking decades. Yeah, but we're going to see it soon, lads. I am in total agreement. Years, Everton are going to be in the top three teams in the league. Do you reckon within three years? Within three years. Three, another three seasons. By the time we get to Bramley Moor, we'll be up challenging for the league every year. Oh, my God. Imagine Just watch. days. Well, listen, Mishiri, I know people that know people that know Mishiri. And, and they've told me Mishiri said, do you know what? Someone asked, asked Mishiri, well, what happens if we fuck up again? Joel's answer was, we do it all again. Amazing, that's amazing. That's just brilliant. He's to not stopping until he's brought success to Everton. He's bankrolled by Usmanov and now James Ma. Have you heard of him? No. He's worth fifty-seven point five billion. The Chinese businessman. Him and Usmanov have just got together on a number of things, and then things involve steel companies and blah blah blah, which Everton are going to be using to build the stadium. So Everton, by the looks of it. A bankrolled by the second richest team in the world, which behind Man City's owners. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, then you got Liverpool looking at pie charts for the next one point five million fucking defender. You know what I mean? <laughs> levels, mate. You know you got to look. These Liverpool fans like like that knobhead off the internet. Endo score. Oh, mate. James, wow. whatever his name oh, is, right? Have you seen him? He yeah. talks with his hands yeah. and all that. Yeah. He's no yeah. different than any gobshite kid in a schoolyard up and round this fucking city. But you know, this is what they're all doing. Make that pet and all that. The Everton ones. Kiffin Kitchen, all them. 
I fucking hate you, boys. If you ever hear this, right, you don't represent Everton Football Club. You don't represent me. You're not a voice for you me. You represent a small minority. Fuck that Ped's got I me mean, now. That other mush, that Cliff, what's his name, Finn Kitch. He's from down south as well, which is fine. You know, we don't get many supporters from outside the city. You know, there's always a reason why we are. They are blues. You know, but he thinks he's a fucking minor celebrity. He put on he put on Twitter the other week. Oh, I've just had to knock back somewhere because of you guys. I want ten pound off each year. Like fuck off, you fucking what celebrity knobhead. A wanker. And then you got that ped who's blocking everyone and all that. Like, you know, he's blocked half the Evertonians on Twitter because because they all call him out on being. Yeah, do you see the arguments he had with Endo's fucking thingy mum scored Endo. <laughs> fucking yeah, you know what I mean. Endo scored but, and he was talking about the best left back in the, in the Premier League. Watch it, lad. It just makes me sick. It makes me I, sick. T- to be honest, celebrity I, Everton fans or Liverpool fans. I don't like any of them. No, blag celebrity ones. Blag celebrity. No, not the, tw- the Twitter arty. The Twitter arty, lad. That's what they are, mate. I've got no fucking time for them. No. But there's loads of people like me who've got the same opinion as me, and I like just joining in on conversations with them on Twitter, talking about how much of a gang of balance. And it's not because I've only got 8,000 followers, 800 followers. You know what I mean? And these have got 20,000 and all the rest of it. That doesn't matter, you know? The popularity to me is fake. Yeah. It's not real at all. That, but that, that social media all over and the pressures it puts on that people. That thing, is only popular because he looked a bit like Velios used to play for us. So fucking what? Velios was shit. You know, his profile picture looks like Velios. <laughs> and people are going, oh my God, you look like Velios, lad. You know, who cares, oh, you mate, fucking no, prick. No. I look like Big Nev now. You know what I mean? <laughs> the oh, worst, shit, still a Chinese phone book. The worst offender of them is the Anfield agenda the Irish fella the Anfield rap they're the worst Ardy you can't be worse than the Irish fella check out the Anfield rap mate W-R-A-P that that Mick guy right he swear down he needs an AIDS test and his hard drive checking his hard drive checking at the same time they need to surgically remove his hard drive <laughs> because that's not normal that behaviour of him watching a grown man and he looks like he's older than me yeah watching a grown man scream and shout like that in his Mars box room definitely I mean? in his Mars box room definitely his Mars box room who gives a fuck no what you think about football lads you're not even from Liverpool you're not even from this country but you sit there and, and you appease to Liverpool fans for some reason I don't understand it it's it what do they call watch along the call aren't they yeah, and it's, it's like idiot. their own commentary on it which is just I don't know it's fucking ridiculous I don't like it at all it no, it's a big uh, uh, I'd rather anyway. just watch the match yeah yeah I listen to the commentators on there. All I mean, the one I love watching as well over the last like couple of years when you've seen pictures of the Everton fan bit all going crazy after he scored, and then you see a picture of the Liverpool one, and they all got the phones out. Everyone, well, well, fucking tourist, fucking football club, Liverpool FC. I used to be a cab driver, as you know, and I got a job on the account from the Malmes, one of the hotels in town, and they come down, got in the cab, and all that. And where do you go, mate? Anfield, okay, no problem, sound, yeah. And one of them asked me if Gerard was playing. By this time, Gerard had left the club, wasn't playing anymore, and I just turned him to come off immediately. It was like. I was talking to the police station, man. Fucking telling you. Taurus club, mate. Yeah, Taurus football club, mate. The best one was when um, Thingy signed for Liverpool, the big fucking bald headed defender. What was his name? From a couple of seasons back, 
Um, he was Croatian or something. But he, he got off at Limestead, didn't he? And he got in the cab, and it was an Ever- Ever- Everton fan cab, and he had it all rigged out with Everton gear and that. And the guy was like, take me to Anfield, I'm signing for Liverpool now. And he took him to Goodison and dropped him off. Outside <laughs> 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 Goodison. Love it. There you go, lad. There's the stadium there. Fucking didn't even get onto the fact it was blue. Because you mustn't have known that there were two stadiums like next to each other, like it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fucking just a gang of fucking helmets, aren't they? You know? agreed. agreed, total agreed, helmets, agreed, mate. Mate, agreed. Yeah, absolute total helmets. Yeah, so <laughs> 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 brilliant, <laughs> that, isn't it? <laughs> Take him to Goodison. Suck him to Goodison, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but they've been. You've had cabbies refusing to take players and that to fucking Anfield from Barnsley. Yeah, it's rife and bitter. Evertonians, that yeah. I love it. I'm as bitter as they come. Yeah. I mean, I fucking hate them. You know? Bits of the lemon with salt on it. Yeah, man. I hate them with, with a passion, you know. Yeah. Though I don't hate my scouts, mates, Liverpool fans. I actually respect most of them. But they're a rare breed. It's not, no, it's not even that they're a rare breed. Liverpool Football Club is a fucking tourist attraction now. And have you, have you seen that dickhead on Twitter? He's got daily two million followers, the Southern lads, Sports Liverpool. Looks like a monkey, dead skinny. And he's got these two lads on. Um, one's from Bolton. He's um, he's got like twenty thousand followers. He's an Everton fan. Uh, Ollie, something his name is, and and his mate, and he's got on the on the chat show, and they're both going. These cockneys are going. I've never met an Evertonian in my whole life, mate. No, no shit. No. Why would you support Everton? He was saying to them, these Southerners, lad, you support. Though they don't even like Scousers, and you fucking know it as well. You don't like Scousers, but you support Liverpool. You are fucking deranged, mate. Deranged. Long live the fucking Toffees, mate. And thank you to my dad for making me a blue. Up the fucking Toffees. So anyway, next subject. Next up, flying through these, yeah. Old TV shows. Old TV shows. Yeah, because... You know what I was thinking the other day? What? Different strokes. Different strokes. Different times. Dif- totally different times, lads. I used to love different strokes. Didn't quite get the racial com- um, elements of it, you know? The fact that it was two black kids living with a upper-class white dad and his wife and his daughter. Yeah. But I used to love it. Like, I used to just... It was beyond on a Sunday, and I'd... Oh, man. be so excited. One thing I never got that used to be on... Think, was that of a Sunday? Um, the Wonder Years. I never got that. Kevin and that. The Wonder Years. Never got it. Nah, me neither. My brothers were um, big into that, like our Adam and our Scott. Never I mean, got I mean, it. When we were young, but other than that, like I never really paid Did you ever remember Spider-Man that used to be on the telly? I remember Spider-Man on Kenny Every. <laughs> <laughs> and he climbed through oh. the window, lad, into the toilet, wouldn't fucking he? Brilliant. And he couldn't have a piss because he had no fucking fly. <laughs> <laughs> mate, oh, that shit's mate. funny, man. Unreal, you know? unbelievable. What Spider-Man are you talking about? It was like a live-action thing. Oh, mate, it was so shit. I don't know what you're talking about. Like a live-action thing like the, in the 80s. I don't think I've ever um... And he, he had like one of them suit, a, a spandex suit, a Spider-Man suit. Yeah, yeah. But his web shooters were on the outside. Oh, mate, it was so... Yeah, I think so, I kind of remember. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so Shite, shit. Like. So shit. But, uh, I mean, that's, again, I don't want to put so much notice of that, like, you know. Not like the 18. I mean, bullseye, come on, fucking bullseye. Every Sunday, after you had your fucking bath, and your son, or well, whatever. Did, did you used to have a Sunday tea? Sunday dinner we'd have. The Sunday tea would be sandwiches yeah. and biscuits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. But we didn't have any sandwiches or biscuits. <laughs> Just an empty plate. An empty plate. With drawings of food on. 
Ja, wat staat mom? Licht daar. En dan... En dan zie je play met snoren te vuur dan. One shit triangle sandwich. Even het really would have been shit. Well, there we go. We've segued. Uh, well, do you know what? What's that now? That's the halfway point. So should we stop it for a minute? Do you want to stop for a minute? No, let's carry on. Well, we carry on then. I think there's another jingle coming up. In fact, I could just mute that. It doesn't play on. Yeah, it's Sunday tea. Sundays. Man. That's a, that's a good that's a good thing to discuss. Sundays when you're a kid. Oh, you know, full of joy and wonder. Just fucking wasn't. It was full of trepidation and fucking angst for me. <laughs> my mum, my mum, my fucking ironing. My mum would have like an ironing board set up with about twelve them fucking washing baskets full of clothes, and you'd hear them singing along to Patsy crying and that were ironing, and every so often you'd hear, you little bastard, <laughs> fucking earwigs, lad, clawing up the clothes. Oh, because they were dried on the line. Just fucking whatever, like, you know what I mean? So the earwigs are clawed, climbed into them. He might have been fucking flattening them with the iron. Into the clothes. Nah, make sure, make sure they were out, like, you know what I mean? But that, that's a strong memory, that. Like, my mum listening to Tony Braxton or fucking Tony Houston, and, you know, or someone like that. <laughs> it was Patty yeah, Klein. You know, no, my mum, mum likes a strong female singers, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, it was always, you know, you get a bath and I'd obviously, as I was second oldest, I'd be like second in the water, which wasn't that bad, because but our bud does stink, so yeah. I'd have to get in and after him. I felt scotty for our Scott, though. <laughs> our Scott was getting a drain pipe from next door wash, you know what I mean? <laughs> Broken drain pipe <laughs> from the, the next door. With a bit of old pipe on a You've got to time it perfectly, <laughs> lad, and you can get their water, mate. Yeah, and the next door neighbours were a lot cleaner than us, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so it was fucking bad. Times, man, washing yourself with a big fucking bar of carbolic soap. Ooh. You know what I mean? Any sores you had on you, anything like you were fucked. Carbolic you know? soap. Remember that like Victoria? Yeah, know. like it was like see through orange. I know what it is. It pears soap. No, pears is decent stuff. That's see through orange, though, Pete, isn't it? Yeah, you can get pears like that, like that. Carbolic stuff, like like having schools and that in it. You know what I mean? No, we didn't have that. Yeah, I know what it is. We never had it, but we had yeah. it. But we still, I always remember one of my brothers crying, getting their hair washed. It was always one of them. You know what I mean? My mum washed her hair with fucking. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking bottom jaw quivering and all that because they've got a bit of fucking bubble shit matey in their eyes or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> bubble shit matey. Yeah, man. We only had the female one because it was cheaper. You know what I mean? Bubble ship Shirley. But. <laughs> 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 Bubble ship, Shirley, there's a mark on opportunity. I'll tell you there. what, mate, that's all we had, lad. And then we get out and all we get, get to ride and that, getting your pajamas, go downstairs, and it always felt good when you get out of pajamas yeah. like, and you, when you're kid. And then we watch fucking Bullseye, man. But Bullseye was just so exciting to me. I think that's where my love of darts comes from. I think it is, yeah. You know, I a lot is, of people I, I love Bullseye so much as a kid, you know. Jim Bowen as well, man. That couldn't live till he was fucking old. Like, Unreal, you know? man. How old was he when he died? Mid-80s or yeah, something? He was yeah. mid-80s when he was in Bullseye in the 80s. <laughs> fucking what? an old man in the yeah, 80s. Bullseye. Me ma used to watch Take the High Road. Shite. Yeah, or to shite. Wank. And um, what was the other one? Used to be on of a Sunday night. That Songs was like, of praise. No, you tit. 
Oh, I can't remember. You thought you're a dickhead. You put me right off That's there. life. Brilliant. Some of the things on that were just unreal. Yeah, that's life. The letters people are sending. Yeah, yeah. What was the name of it? Esther Ransom. Esther Ransom with the big teeth. My God. Yeah. Esther Ransom, Esther Ransom, She was on Celebrity Dating the other day. And she, she dated some fella who was some mush, he was about 90 odd, and she looks fucking sound for her age. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, she's like fucking... She's got to be knocking she, on now, hasn't she? She's fucking, that's life, lad, she's fucking yeah, 90 odd. Yeah, that's bullseye and that's life. Bullseye and that's life, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Sundays were always a big one as a kid, you know, because it was always, fuck me, I've got to go to school tomorrow. That was the only shit thing about a Sunday. That you had school the next yeah. day. It wasn't was so bad in the holidays and that, was it? Sundays were just another oh, day in the holidays. Yeah, them holidays were just endless summers, weren't they? Yeah, that's what they yeah. are. When you think back, we had some, I had some endless summer holidays yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Where it was just like, just days just morphed into each other, you know, cause, and the weather was always seemed nice when you were a kid. It wasn't. It was always shit. But the go, summers Going on bikies... We didn't have a bike, lads. <laughs> Just give each other piggybacks. Five years on one BMX, stump no, pegs. Five of us on our bud's back. Our bud was the bike. <laughs> going on bike, he's making, or going fishing. That's what I used to love. This is what we were talking about earlier before we started the cast. It was, you know, how different it is now. Oh, yeah. For, Unbelievably different. For kids and for the way we had it when we were young. And obviously you've got the, you know, the obvious things. Oh, maybe I wear the phone that was plugged into a wall and all the rest of it. And, you know, but you can't imagine a kid now. You say to a kid that and you go, what? What? No mobiles? Fuck off, bro. But our lives were so much more enriched for I not having it... mobile phones or the pressure of social media or oh, all mate, the rest of it. that's just unreal. Oh, I wouldn't thank you for it, mate. I wouldn't thank you for being a fucking kid again today. No. You know? No. I'm glad that I'm the age I am. I'm glad that... You know, that's a thing back and that my nan and granddad used to say to me, enjoy the day when you're a kid because you'll look back on it when you're older and you'll reminisce and you'll long for them days. Yeah, and I do. very much so I do. I yeah, do, you know. I do completely. Just little things like playing Manhunt, you know. I could, you can't see the kids out now playing Manhunt. We were playing it when we were like 13, 14. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and to the point we'd have bike Manhunt. We'd have boundaries so you couldn't go out to boundaries, the local area. But you'd have five people on mountain bikes hunting five people on foot. And if they have five people on foot, they get ten minutes to go and hide in the, in the area. And when you got caught, you got fucking battered. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely. No, but you know, it made the fear of getting caught yeah. so more much exciting. more exciting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you knew you were going to get a bike yeah. through at you and a few volleys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you can make your way back to the base, because you had a base, if you can make your way back to your base without getting caught, you were fine and you'd win. You never won nothing, like you just didn't get a punch, you know what I mean? But this is fucking great, man. I used to, we used to, I remember my mum coming out at like 10 o'clock at night, pitch black, staring up down the road, shouting it, and me hiding with my mates because I'm having such a good fucking time and don't want to go in. Yeah. You know? That's having a childhood. It is completely, yeah. Playing football in the street with everyone, all yeah. the local community, yeah. isn't it? Kirby. When it was red hot and everyone's got the water bottles out having water fights. This is fucking growing up. You don't that's see none of that be. today. That's what it should be. Yeah. You don't see that today. Because they're all sat behind the screen of some sort. That's it. Being yep. a television with a PlayStation yep. or Xbox or a mobile phone or a PC or an iPad and spend their lives on screens. And I think it's quite sad, really. But in my opinion, being sat behind the screen. But there you go. That's just modern life, I suppose, isn't it? 
It is. Modern life is terrible. Modern, Modern life, life is rubbish. Is rubbish. <laughs> That's what it is, mate. <laughs> Meat is murder, baby. Meat is murder, baby. Yeah, man. Yeah. It is the Smiths. What an album! Yeah. What a band, in fact. Strange Ways is the best. Strange Ways we go. Best album from the Smiths. But yeah, anyway, back to being young. Um, Twenty-five, thirty years ago, more thirty-five years ago, when it made me ten. Things are very different now to back then. Very different. Um. I mean, we, we, I'm from a poor family, you know. We were poor, like, we were very poor. Everyone in the area, you know, the best base was a dickhead named Tommy Shannon who had everything, an only child, and I had nothing, you know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, that, that's that's a lingering memory for me, was having no money as a kid, um, down to having, you know, living in the Thatcher years, my dad would have been unable to work, and, you know, Liverpool being ripped off. It was a very dark time for the city. Just very dark time for the city. Any scouts who vote Tory, you're fucking vermin. That's yeah, what you are. absolute vermin. And I think that that time in the city was captured perfectly in Boys from the Black stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the Boys from the Black stuff at the very start? The very yeah. first opening yeah, yeah, credit scene yeah, yeah. with the helicopters following the van down yeah. the dock road. Yeah. The fucking state of the dock road. Yeah. Wow. It drives past the Albert Dock and you can just drive in the water if yeah. you wanted to. Well, the last episode, George's last ride, mm. where Michael Angelis is pushing him round the dock, mm. and it's all just mud and shite. Shite, wrecked. Not for much longer, mate. Bramley Moor, here we come. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. I move back very soon to this city, and part of the reason I'm moving back is because I want to drive up to Bramley Moor every other, probably, what, week, once a week I'll go down there, and I want to see that stadium get built. Just keep an eye on it. What did the offer to fucking front it as a human shield? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. <laughs> Believe me, lad, copite interruptions incoming. Them bitter fucking rats, man, will be all over the gaff. Flash of tea, tech chair, and a pair of obnail boots, Ivy's jacket, and a basey, lad. <laughs> That's a new career opportunity, right it's, uh, there, isn't it? Retraining. That's what it is. Flask of tea, obnail boots, a deck chair, and a beige bat. That's yeah, it. We're fucking nailed through it. I tell <gasps> you. Wow. Need yeah, a weapon. I'll tell you. Fucking, I, I would. I'd do it. And any copite. Like that gobshite. Where is he? The old biff on the cones. Oh, I don't him? even on the right dock. I know he's on the wrong dock, but I need to. I had to cover him. Did he? Yeah. Wow. So. <laughs> That's where it is. Shit. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's on the wrong dock. Just a helmet, isn't he? Like every other fucking copite. Because they're all gutted where getting there and they're not. That's what it really boils it's down to. It's all it boils to, down to. You know what I mean? The fact that we, you know, we're, we're going to have a stadium which is relevant to our club's history. Don't forget, most Everton fans back in the day were dock workers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and the fact that we're going to have all that in the stadium gives me goosebumps. When you, if you look at the virtual tour oh. of Bramley Moor, it's just incredible, yeah, you know. You go through and you go all the dock workers all, all working, all on the mosaics on the wall and all that, you know. It's going to be a thing of absolute beauty. Yeah, completely. You know? And I'm going to cry. When you know, when I was talking to our Max the other day, my brother. Now, between me and our Max, my brother, we're well connected with Everton Football Club. Me being friends with Kev Campbell, our Max worked for Everton. He was the gate man where he trained for two years. You know, he's friends with Darren Griffith, the press officer. He's been friends with Steve Simonson, the ex-goalie. You know, they've been good mates with them. So he's got loads of, you know, clout on being able to get a ticket. And he said to me the other day, it's going to be fucking hard getting a ticket for that last game at Goodison. 
Yeah, they I said, well, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah. I said, it makes no difference to me if I'm in there or not. I'm going to be outside the stadium. I'm going to take a case of beer or a bottle of JD and I'm going to sing Everton songs outside that stadium all night. And me and thousands of other blues. Oh, yeah. He will not be leaving. Yeah. We're going to turn it into a party around the fucking yeah, around the good, stadium. A, a good farewell. Good farewell, mate. You know, and obviously I'll go in when the gate's open and I'll rip up a bit of turf or whatever I can take, you know, because everyone's going to do it. The stadium will yeah. get ripped to bits, yeah. you know, and everyone's going to have their own seats, all the season ticket holders and all the rest of it. And that's brilliant, you know. But my plan. If I don't get a ticket, I'm going to be there anyway, and I'll be outside the stadium, and I'm going to sing songs long into the night. I'm going to cry, I'm going to laugh, and and even just think about it now I will, makes me fill up. You know, I will be alongside you. Yeah, man, doing that because hundred percent. It's it's a place of history. Yeah, and yep. sad to see it go, but pastures new. I think no, I'm not sad to see it go. I'm not at all. It served its purpose. There's been some magical nights. But you know what? Bramley Moore brings a whole new future for Everton Football Club. <laughs> a future, future which we would not get at Goodison Park. That's true. Very so, true, yeah. We're, our stadium is going to be at the envy of the world. Completely. It, trust me. Yeah. It, Dan Mize has done a fantastic job designing it. You well, know? apparently as well, Guns N' Roses have put their name down to play it when it, it becomes... Cause it's gonna be I've a, heard it's Guns N' Cakes. <laughs> covers band I thought wrong, wrong for Frank's going to support them as well <laughs> the night set Fred covers band by Jovi he's playing <laughs> no aces headline no, it's the blade <laughs> <laughs> the swerve the, the swerve the verb cover band they're playing but yeah apparently Big artists are putting the name down to play that it all. Surprise already. me! It wouldn't surprise me. It's going to be a world class venue, and it's going to be on the docks. Can you imagine the sound that's going to resonate down the Mersey? Oh, mate! It's going to be unreal, and I cannot repeat, cannot wait. I can't wait to go to the match in there and just experience it, yeah, and go to a gig in there yeah, and experience it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because it'll be our home, which is wonderful. All the history and the love and the passion that we've got for the football club. And obviously, if one of your favourite artists decides to play in there, then that's just magnified. It's, it's even more magic, special, yeah. isn't it? Double magic. I mean? you know, imagine, yeah. imagine Bellew winning that world title at Bramley Moore oh instead of Goodison. God. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Because you know, obviously, Bellew's a lot bigger now than he was when he won that. You know? That sort of set him up. And if you weren't an Evertonian, you hadn't heard of Bellew before that, really. You know? Did you see him with John Fiore, the video that's going round where he's getting interviewed and he's talking about, like, He'd rather die than live under the, what what the rules he thinks would will become <coughs> the governance of it all. No, John, do you mean t- Tyson's, Tyson's dad? dad? Yeah, yeah. It's good. I'll send Dead, you. Defy gets announced tomorrow. Does he? I'm not sure where it'll be. Dubai's looking the the biggest one because of the money that he's been offered. Um, also, COVID restrictions and all that means there'll be a massive crowd there. You know, so it's more than likely going to be the Dubai. They've had offers from Africa, they've had big offers from the States, and they've also had Wembley offer to them as well. Wembley will be the second fight. Do you know this? It's all planned. Yeah. They'll have a big yeah. fight abroad, one of them will win, and then the rematch will be at Wembley. Now, if you ask me, I'm a fight, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a pugilist. I've loved boxing since I was a kid, you know, and I'm a purist as well. I love boxing in its purest form, you know, and that's Tyson exactly what Fury Tyson is. Yeah, is the yeah. biggest, purest. Boxing heavyweight you will ever see. Agreed, completely. You know, if was going to go in there with a plan, and he's going to be to counter everything that Fury does, 
just listen to recent interviews by, by, by Mike Tyson. He says it all. You know, it doesn't matter what Joshua does. Styles make fights. You know, he thinks that Tyson Fury is going to fucking destroy him. You know, and I don't think, I think if Fury, because both of them have got a good jab. Yeah. Joshua likes to lean more on his jab these days yeah. since he got beat by Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's learned that if you, you know, the clits go away of fighting. Jab, jab, standoffs, jab, you know, fighting that way, giving your opponent no no time to think. You know what I mean? Now, if Joshua goes into, the, into it with that plan, Fury's going to be all over him. Because Tyson Fury's a heavyweight that likes to lean on you. He likes to get in close, shout shit down your ear, rub his chin on you, all the rest of it. You know, he's a fucking, you know, in a lot of ways, he's a dirty fighter. He's a, he's, he's from Gypsy Stock. Yeah, he's a great fighter. Like I've watched pretty much, I think, I think there's only two or three of Tyson Fury's fights I have missed. I've watched them all for years on Channel 5. I remember reading the Daily Star years and years ago and said to me, do a little box on it, Boxer Tyson Fury. And I was like, what? And I remember thinking to myself, that's the best boxer name I've ever heard. <laughs> it's incredible, isn't Tyson it? Tyson yeah. Fury. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's just like it's like a wrestler's name, isn't yeah. it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it turns out that he was just this big, lanky sort of... And I wasn't too impressed with his early fights. I'll be honest, his movement was good for a big man. I always thought that, but didn't think he had the power in his punches. But then the more he fought and the more he won, well, by the time he fought Klitschko, in my head, he was going to beat him. And I remember telling... I was at a party with about 20, 30 other people and no one had ever heard of Fiori. And I was like, that the kid can fight. Just watch this. He's already beat Klitschko in his head, which he had. Yeah, dressing up yeah. as Batman and all the rest of it, and just getting you know acting like a fucking knobhead like he does, you know. But I just knew he was going to beat him, and when he did beat him, I was fucking made up. You know what I mean? And you know, Tyson Fury's a god fearing man, you know he is. And he said some things a few years back which lost him a lot of fans. It also probably lost him the sports personality of the year. But that man has come back. You know, we're both big boys, Paul, me and you. Yeah, well, that was, I was going to You're get probably to closer to Tyson Fury's weight when he was at his heaviest. Now, can you imagine coming back down to the weight he to is now? To fight and weight. To yeah. fight and weight. Yeah. That's, been yeah. through a lot, and I admire him. Massively admire him for what yeah. he's been through he's, and what he's, he's, he's done. He is an inspiration to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, you know what? Tyson that's Fury. the word. Inspiration and legend inspires Tyson people. Fury. He inspires yeah. And he is a legend. Yeah. He's, he's, you know, he's pound for pound. The best heavyweight I think I've ever seen. I'll be honest. He's at this point now. His performance against Wilder for a guy his size was incredible. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Now, Did you see Conor Benio the ninth? I didn't watch it, no. That kid is a chip off his dad's block, mate. He fucking destroyed that fucking Chavez in the first round. Watch it if you get a chance. I'll, I'll watch it on catch The Catrick, accuracy, yeah. the power, and the combinations of them punches. Wow. Mind blowing! Like I, I ain't waiting up all night to watch a main event, and it's over in the first round. But I was, I went to bed late and watching it, thinking, do you know what? There's a massive future for Conor Ben, like you know. Good. And he's not good. Some must like fucking Chris Eubank Jr. See, I or, think boxing you know, needs to come back. Campbell Latin looks all right, you yeah. know. Yeah, Campbell, he's got no, he's got no amateur pedigree though, and it shows. You know what I mean? Yeah, he hasn't got the footwork and all that, but um, he, he can certainly throw a punch. Like his dad, he likes to it punch it in the chest as well, you know. And, and be as big as it used to be, because I think MMA took a lot away from it. From boxing? Yeah. I think MMA, M- MMA took a lot away from it, and, and I'm not really a fan of the MMA. I can, I can see why people watch it, but there's no... You mentioned Klitschko before, clever boxer, clever fighter, gets into the red, Tyson Fury, same thing. And there's, there's Klitschko a lot. doesn't get into your head, 
Klitschko's a fucking... He's calculated. He's, he's, he's a doctor, isn't he? He's very calculated. He's you are calculated, right. He's a calculator. That's what I mean. I'm not saying... There's trash talkers in boxing, isn't there? Yeah. Tony Bellew yeah. was a trash talker. Yeah. You know, calling out David Day after that fucking... Why did he do that? I'll never get me out of that. But well, he did. And, and he beat Hay twice. You know what I mean? Trash talking can get you a long way. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? It's about outsiking a minute in whatever way you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Tyson Fury's a master of it. Incredible fight. A fighting. master of, of psyching you out. So I'd like to see it come back because I think it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a more... It's a, I think it's a harder discipline, and I think it's a more interesting sport. Boxing's a harder discipline yeah. than MMA. Yeah, I think I, I think it's more it's, it's as much about the psychological side as the physical side. Yeah. Whereas MMA, they just go in and grab each other and punch and knee and well, elbow each other. My bird always says to me, "It's just homoerotic." And I say, "What do you mean?" She went, "Men in little tiny pants, perfect. rubbing each other all over the floor and all." I'm like, "Well, well, it's not. These fellas are trying to fucking kill each other, babe." And she's like, "No, they're not. Look at them." You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, and I agree with it in the end. I'm like, yeah, it is a bit homoerotic, like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. So I used to be, I remember my granddad got um, MMA 1, uh, UFC 1, over on video when we were kids. And Hoyt Gracie fought on it. Um, so, uh, Orlando Veet, who was a kickboxer, about six foot tall, quite skinny. He fought a six foot seven judo guy. Uh, the judo guy got him on the floor and the elbows to the guy's head even now resonate with me. It was sickeningly uneven. It's quite brutal, isn't it? No, the first one was brutally uneven, right? You had tiny little guys against massive guys. Sumo wrestlers fighting fucking kickboxers and that. Honestly, <laughs> what that's what it was. It was like it was fuck? like Street Fighter. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 fucking was. Street Fighter and real Hoist life. he fought, right? He won a world title in it. And do you know how he won? He Go choked on. the guy on his gi. His karate gi. He used the gi to choke the guy. You know what wow. I mean? Unbelievable. So this is what I'm saying. You know, obviously it's Brazilian Brazilian jiu-jitsu, isn't it? And that's what all the MMA guys use now. Because once you're on the floor, that's where your jiu-jitsu comes in. You know what I mean? Being able to get out of being on your back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mad shit. Not yeah, but me. I mean, I've come back into watching MMA, like, but I'm not a fan as I used to be. No, it's just not for me. I'd rather watch boxing. All day long, mm-hmm. much more of an enjoyable sport to part to watch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, my granddad was a boxer, money, and so it's always been with me. Like you know, yeah, and I mean, I'll be the love Tyson Fury. He really would. What my a granddad fighter. was seven stone wet through, like so he was only a, light, a lightweight, you know, or a bantamweight, even my granddad. Like, but you know, he was he fought four professional fights, so you know, he got paid for them. He got beat by the weight champion of Wales in his last fight but the cut instead of going that way went that way Ooh. so I'm going not left to right I'm going north to south on me, on me above his eye which meant that if he'd have took another punch the cut would have just ripped the skin because if you punch it's cut that way it'll just it'll just split along yeah. if you cut that way it'll open, it'll open and get bigger and bigger with each punch so he said there he threw the towel in himself he knew the cut he felt the cut on his fucking back of his hand or whatever New, he said he just grabbed the towel and threw it in, and he's never boxed again afterwards. But he was a nut job at Albi. He had a, he had a fucking bike, though, like a Wallace and Gromit bike with a, a sidecar. <laughs> no shit, right? Wallace and Gromit. You don't see that now, do nah, you? No, you don't. He went out on it, right? Racing it down country lanes and all that. Come off it, didn't he? Doing about 50, which was a lot back then. Head first into a wall, all his teeth hanging out, right? All shit. smashed in. He got, he got to the hospital, the nurse was trying to calm him down, sit him down, and all that. 
and he went, give us the scalp, the scalpel off her, and chopped his teeth off on the bottom. Oh, all hanging, all hanging off on a bit, all hanging off on a bit of skin. He just Ooh. chopped it off, and, and he got false teeth. That's fucking Mad bastard, gruesome, man. That's how, the, that's how the old guys lived, man. You know that's what I mean? Fucking, fucking gruesome, man. Brutal times, you know. Yeah. So I think next we're going, we're going coming close to the end of this now. Yeah, I'm thinking next week we're going to talk about local ghost stories. Oh shit! No, please. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 no, yeah. yeah. No. We, you know, we we talk about this often as friends. You know what I mean. But I think that we could <sighs> put it on the podcast. One ghost story each. Pick your best one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I've got a few I could pick. You know. Fucking um, creepy shit. But it's got to be from now Liverpool. It's got to be places that our listeners might know. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about that one. Just before we, we sign off, you told me a story once and it still fucking haunts me Go to on. this day about your cousin. Which one? In the, in the old swan. In the oh, old yeah, staff yeah. for reach me out With that. the kid in the bedroom. Yeah. Don't start. We're signing off before we get into it. But what I will say, what I will say is you're my friend. I've known you for a long, long time. You've never dishonoured me or disrespected me or lied to me. And when you told that story, because of our friendship, I know there's just stu- yeah, stu- th- 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 there's there's elements in there. No, that- there's no lying in Arjuan like no, no, Lizzie's no, from what happened. One day I'll find out that the, the, the I'll see it again. I haven't seen it for years, but I'll find out that the actual story of it. And when it comes from a reputable source, that's it. You know, it's like what? It's, listen, it all boils down to personal belief and whether you believe in ghosts or not. I just don't like it because it can't be proved well, or this- disproved. That's that's kind of what gets me about it. Yeah. Scientific fact. You can read a book and say that's the reason why that yep. happened. You can't do that with ghosts. No, it's fucking it's fucking freaky. But anyway, on that note, let's leave it with the spirit of the blues for that's tonight. O- that's the only spirit I like apart from the one yeah, that come in bottles. That's the one, and its name's Bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon. Been a pleasure as always, Mister Eakins. And oh, as always, Mister Bird. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Everyone, guys, and we'll hopefully see you next time. So you can tune in and listen to us chat some more shite. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And bye. Bye bye.